Welcome to the family with Doug Smithall, Alex Brant Bernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brant Bernard, and Melissa Bernard. And we'll be right back. Kick things off with the family. What do we do? Are you going to do a live one, Dougie? Um, <laughs> oh, but we yeah. usually go Bradshaw oh. and Brian first, but that's okay. I know. Yeah, we don't. Doesn't it's matter. It's fine. Boy, doesn't matter. Um, Boy. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Walzer Care. This was uh, the replacement for the sunsetted warranty for life. Any new and probably eighty percent of the used cars that we sell up in Minnesota come with Walzer Care, which is complimentary. It's a ten-year, hundred and fifty thousand mile powertrain warranty. Also includes roadside assistance, towing, and the roadside assistance is really cool. If you lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, get a flat tire, somebody will race out to your aid, and it's all free, and it's only at Walzer. Go ahead. Walzer Automotive Group. (laughs) Walzer.com. Yeah! Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Oh, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? And I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. It's not warm when she's away. I can't get my voice that high anymore. That's terrible. I used to be able to sing that song, but I can't get my voice that high anymore. Well, now that you have testicles. Wonder this time she's got. Although I probably couldn't sing that song when I was two because I used to go, wow. What do you think? Yeah, probably. I think he, probably he's, got kind of a, he's got actually got range because he's got a fairly low voice, too. Yeah, he doesn't have a super oh, high a, voice, I wouldn't say. No, he's a great singer. He is a great singer. You know what he did no before he uh, became famous? He was a baggage uh, handler. He was? Yep. I saw a, a documentary about him a few years ago. It was really, really good. I loved his music. He's a very good singer. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. That's all I have to say. I liked it a lot. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, oh, I got to tell you something, Dougie. We might have to have you come in. I don't know which day, but it's one day uh, next week, I believe. Might have to come in another day, too. Okay. You know who wants to be on the podcast next week? Hmm. I have no idea. Jeff Beck? Yes, that's who it is. No, MSNBC's Chris Matthews. Oh, really? Yep, he wanted to get booked on the show. So, I, and, and basically, it should be rather comfortable because I have become absolutely firmly entrenched in being a centrist. I can't listen to it anymore on either side. I can't. I can't listen to it anymore. So I'm a centrist, uh, which means I either love both sides or I hate both sides. But I haven't decided yet. Yeah, no, that's good. Think? I. I... People keep asking me what I think about the impeachment, and I haven't listened to a minute of it. I'm just, the whole thing. Good move. The Democrats, I mean, I don't understand what their strategy is. There's no way they're going to get the Senate to vote to, you know, find him guilty. And on the other side of the fence, if, if he wasn't guilty, why doesn't he let anybody testify? It's just, it's a clown show. Well, because they didn't let him testify in the in the Democrat part of it. Yeah, I don't see. I don't know. I don't have an argument one way or the other. I'm not upset with anybody. I think they're a bunch of scumbags anyway. All, almost all of them are complete lying scumbags. The only thing that I learned that was interesting is during the impeachment, and maybe this is a regular Senate rule. The only thing that they can drink is water or milk. Hmm. 
Why? Right, it's it's a Senate rule, apparently. They can't they drink coffee in the chambers. And that's, milk? Oh, well, that's they, right. they, it used to be just water, and they added milk in 1966. <laughs> One of the senators, I don't know if he's allergic oh, to go. water or whatever it was. No, he so probably that's had all a dairy I learned in this I was whole process. Say, I'm, I was going to say, somebody had money in dairy. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. yeah exactly. His last name or was some Kent. lobbyist exactly, just yeah. gave somebody a ton of money for... Um, Milk. That's it. No, no, look, understand that I'm a centrist with no dog in this fight. I don't care. If President Trump gets elected, I will honor him because he's a president. If he doesn't, I, I will honor whoever is president because I honor the presidency. This is how it is. But, but, but you know, and I, go on, I, I just happened to see one part. The only part I saw was Chuck Schumer talking about it today. And I don't, I'm not mad at him. I don't have an opinion on it. But the man flat out lied in what he said today. He said that Donald Trump is going to cut Social Security, and he was at a ski resort in Switzerland when he said it. Well, oh, he's at, at the Davos, Davos or whatever it is. Yeah, Davos. He's at the economic summit. He's I supposed know. to be there. I just was walking through the living room when I saw that, and th- this woman behind Schumer goes, when he says he's at a ski resort, she goes, oh, like. <laughs> See, he's skiing while we're all toiling well, in toiling the dirt. He's skiing. No. <laughs> Look, uh, they Democrats go there, Republicans go there, because they're supposed to go there. It's an economic oh summit to, to be a good idea. And he did not say he was going to cut Social Security. He said he was going to look at, uh, you know, what changes need to be made. I could fix so Social I really Security. Was Chuck Schumer. How's that? It, I've been thinking a lot about it. I'd need to spend probably. Okay. Six hours with the GAO, the Government Accounting Office. So here's the thing about Social Security. So, and you're a different case because you're self-employed. But for the rest of us mere mortals, uh, it's funded by seven and a half percent from us. That's our payroll tax, and then the employer matches that for fifteen percent. But it stops when you hit. Uh, it changes every year. It goes up. I think it's like one hundred thirty-five thousand dollars. So, in other words, let's say that the, 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 it stops at 100 So, Melissa and I, we make $100,000. We're going to pay 7.5% of our income into Social Security, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. What if we didn't make it stop at 130 What if we kept going all the way? Because when you think about it, somebody that makes $100,000 a year is paying 7.5% of their income. Somebody that makes $400,000 a year is only paying... Two percent of their income. Yeah. Now, right. the other cool thing that you could do if you did that, and this is why you need the G- GAO, is you'd probably have so much money you could actually lower the percentage that you pay in because everybody's participating at the same level. Right. So that's correct. let's say you knock it back to four percent. That's going to benefit lower income uh, uh, workers and startup businesses because mm-hmm. startup businesses they don't when you're starting a business you don't go hire a CFO for five hundred grand a year. You hire some workers right. for thirty or forty. Mm-hmm. So if you could cut your uh, Social Security uh, uh, expense in half, it's better mm-hmm. for startup businesses. It's more fair for everybody, and I think we'd probably fund it. You'd have to play with the numbers to get it to work, but there's no way people would pay more. The people that it's going to hurt are really the the employers the employers of high income people. You know, mm-hmm. but. They likely right. have enough money that yeah. they're not going <clears> to <throat> worry about it. So that's how I'd fix it. Yeah, I think it is wonderful. And look, both parties have destroyed Social Security. There's no question they both did. We uh, Truman should have never been allowed to put Social Security in the general fund. That was way out of line, but they just stood there and watched him do it. Here's another Just w- so he could I'm meet sorry. his numbers. No, it's just so he could meet his numbers. It's the only reason he did it. Yep. Here's another weird thing about it. Think about this. Um, no. When you're married... And you collect Social Security, you just collect whoever earned the most and has the highest benefit, right? Yeah. So yep. if it's – if it's, I make more money than Sarah does because she gets her rewards from God working at the church, right? So when yeah, we retire, we're going to get my – but her – all the money that she kicked in just disappears. And I thought, well – Really? Wow, that's oh, yeah. really stupid. Well, but think about why that is. When they started Social Security, how many uh, two-income families were there? Probably no. very, very, yeah, few. very few. It really wasn't that until the true. 80s yeah. that, you know, women entered, you know, and I'm not being sexist, but it was mostly guys that were earning the money and right. women entered the workforce, you know, in a real, real way. So how is that exactly fair? Well, I would like to know why women aren't rising up and saying this is ridiculous. You're saying now because because men are paid more than women that I'll never get my benefit? 
That's no, insane. Yeah, whoever's the highest, uh, who's ever contributed the most, that's the benefit right. you get. Now, if it's the man and and he passes away, the woman gets keeps the higher benefit. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. As a matter of fact, Catherine's retirement benefits because she's what thirty, forty years younger than me. Is that what it is, honey? No. <laughs> she didn't even want to admit to Mentally. something that creepy. <laughs> but no, but you are you are eight years younger than I am, or seven and a half years younger than I am, or whatever the situation Tom, is. Tom, it's not the and years; it's the mileage. Yes, that's exactly. Hey. Which means she you're, is you're low miles. Than me. I was being complimentary. Oh, I'm low miles. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, you know, Doug just I said you're sure. worn out, honey. I wasn't positive where you were going with that. I, I just don't. Understand. Here's another thing I don't understand. I paid in the money. I get it back. Doesn't matter if my husband paid more, my wife paid more. I paid it in. Give me my money back. You don't get to keep it. How yeah. did that happen? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. understand how the hell they ever let the. How did we ever let all these? And I, well, I was talking very, and I, I'll mention it very, very briefly. Uh, uh, here's another example, and I'm doing this for Doug and Melissa. So I buy a house for uh, five hundred thousand dollars. And I sell the house for $750,000. I have to pay taxes on $250,000. Oh, no, I don't. No, no, well, no. Well, you get a one-time exemption every year. It's over nope, five. No, 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 no. I was listening to you, and I looked it up, because like, Catherine's right. Until the 90s, there was a one-time exemption of about $150,000. And then they right. changed the, the law that uh, the first 500000 is not subject to capital gains. As long as you've lived there for, I think, two out of five years. In other words, you can't buy a rental property and make right, money. Right. Out. You're going to get taxed on that. But if it's your residence and you've lived there for at least uh, two out of five years, you, you don't get taxed on 500000 in profit. And that, that's okay, as so many times as you do it. In the old days, you got to take the exemption once, and that was it. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. And it's very rare for people to not move Pretty often. I right. mean, I think the average person lives in their house maybe seven to ten years. Yeah. But yeah, here's what I, I think that's right. Some people, when they sell their house, they have to pay taxes on some of the profit. Okay? Yep. Uh, but if you lose $500,000, the government doesn't allow you to write it off. Which so they in other should. Words, they, share in the, they share in the benefit, but they don't share in the loss. Yeah, that's not How right. did we ever get there? Well... I, I see why, probably, because you could sell your house to a family member well, for a much, yeah, for a small, and then take, and keep taking write-offs. So mm. you, you could technically, but they could also make sure that you're not send, selling it to a family member. Uh, there's, there are yes. ways that they could protect that. But, you know, because, I mean, otherwise everybody would just be like, oh, when you buy my house, I'll take the loss, we'll split the difference, you know? People would scam the system, in other words. That would be t- – so you're talking about committing tax fraud, just to be clear. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's real nice. Now we're talking. Um, so, yeah, basically I just mentioned that, that Schumer lied twice this morning, but but then I look in Mnuchin, who's a, who's a Republican. Mnuchin monkey? Yes, Mnuchin monkey. Uh, <laughs> he's making fun of Greta Thunberg. I don't care if you agree with Greta Thunberg or not. She's a kid with some problems. She's busting her ass. She thinks she's doing the right thing. She, well, she's got Asperger's and something else, right? OCD. Well, and she's, Why a, don't we do this? she's a foreigner. She is a foreigner. Yeah, she's a foreigner. That's true. <laughs> Go back to where you but came from, Greta. What is the upside of Mnuchin making fun of Greta Thunberg? I, I don't understand. Why would you do that? I don't know. What's the upside of people making fun of every any celebrity? Yeah, I know. Because she is a celebrity well, I'm at just this talk- point. Well, I know, but she also has some difficulties with her life, and I don't know that you need to ridicule somebody like that. Well, but what I'm saying I mean, is Donald Trump what people does it. do. Not that it's uh, right. Well, it's no, just, I know. You're you right. Know. No, you're right. Because, I mean, but like, think happen. of, you know, think of basically any child celebrity, you know. They're, <coughs> yeah. They get into their teenage years, they start getting into drugs, and the press yep. goes wild on, you know, they're just constantly hammering in. What, yeah. a, what a messed up kid this kid turned into. Oh, man, can you believe it? Yeah, they it's do. It's basically they do the love same that. thing. They do absolutely love that. Is there one person out there, uh, a politician, Democrat, centrist, Republican, whatever it is, far left, far right, is there one person out there in the Senate or the House that you admire? I could name And I, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying, is there? I think there's a few that I do, yeah. 
Like who? Oddly enough, um, I disagree with him a lot, but I think he's really smart, and I have some admiration for Rand Paul. I mean, he yeah, he, he I, really okay, kind of sticks to his guns. You might not like his guns, but he'll you know he does not follow the crowd. Right. Yeah. I actually like, I you, I'm it's, I'm a homer. I like Amy Klobuchar. I think that she's a, right. I does a, a really good job. I look up to her. There's a few. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there it, are a few, very few. The bomb throwers are more in the House than the Senate for the most part. That's true. Because That's true. you get all these new people in here, and it's worse on the left side of the, t- the, the team right now than it is on the right, but that's mm-hmm. usually where you see And, and oddly enough, yeah. that's the way it was designed. The Senate was supposed to be the calming influence that would okay the legislation, and the House right. of Representatives was, was supposed to be filled with rabble that would come up all these crazy ideas. And it's kind Ooh, of rabble. exactly like what's going on. <laughs> No, it is exactly what's going on. So, so I mean, that's the that's what I'm saying. There are some decent people out there that we've elected over the years, but there are very, very few of them. It's disgusting. The lying that goes on. You know what I noticed that Chuck Schumer does, which I find kind of funny, to tell you the truth? Every time he talks now, he rips Fox News. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. It's like people ripping KQRS. It's like, yeah, okay, you're right. One thing you understand something, uh, and Chuck Schumer, somebody should take him aside and say, Chuck, good or bad, if you mention Fox News, people will go to Fox That's News. That's right. It doesn't matter if you're ripping the piss out of them. If you mention CNN and you rip them, people are going to go to CNN to see what you're ripping. So you're driving business to them, Chuck. What are you doing? You know, all this constant harping on about Fox News has made it, I think, the number one Huge. news network yeah, in I think the world. They are. Oh, by yep. far. Or at least By in the West, far, that too. must really, really piss off at CNN. Well, <laughs> and the other thing well, about that is you have to understand about Fox News. That's all you got to do. I would agree. It's a big, big mistake. It's a huge mistake to to rip somebody a news organization you don't like because people are going to go right to them. And the other thing about that is Fox. There's one Fox, and there's one American News, and there's new. What's what's the other one? There are three conservative ones, but Fox blows everybody else away. And then there's uh. There's MSNBC, there's CNN, there's HLN. They're like five uh, liberal news channels. Yeah, they're all competing. And they're all competing, whereas Fox really doesn't compete with One American News or the other one either. They're kind of just there, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I, I just, the problem that I do have, and we've got to take a break here, I understand, but the problem I do have is none of these people have the slightest idea how business works. Not a clue how no, business works. most of them works. don't. Some of them do. Some of and them came terrifying. from business, but you're, for, for the yeah, most part, yep. you're right. I have a quick uh, rock trivia question for you before we take a break. Ready? This is right, from Charlie in Albuquerque. Why did St- like Steve Winwood wait until 1978 to start his solo career? He was, stu- he was stuck in traffic. <laughs> Thank you very much. Stuck in traffic. Stuck in traffic, ladies and gentlemen. I get it. Wow. I like it. We'll be right back. Doug might not be here because we might get in the boot. <laughs> right back with the family. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customer? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you. 
just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. Singing now. That's all I need. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Sir Elton. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Just kind of looking at the at the world right now. And, and it's not even a political discussion. It's just a discussion about how people will lie and nobody calls them on it. You see businesses lying. You see politicians lying. You see all these people are just lying their ass off, and nobody goes. That's a lie. <laughs> lying their ass. Well, off. nobody ever, nobody ever calls anybody on lying anymore. Why? Why do you think that happened? Well, there's no consequences for lying anymore. There's no consequences for anything. No. You're right about that. People will do anything. You can do it hell ever you want. Unless there's consequences for it. Didn't yeah. Elizabeth well, Warren call Bernie a liar on national TV, though? That was pretty <laughs> yes, good. Yes, he did. Yeah, except for that was a CNN setup. You do know that. Oh, right? was it really? Oh. I oh, think yeah. she said, did she, did, I, I think she accused him of calling her a liar. Oh, yeah, that's what did. it was. Yeah. Somebody was lying and anyway. Well, I think she yeah. said yeah. that he said that no one would vote for her because she's a woman, but that isn't what he said. So he oh. said No, he said nobody would vote for a woman. Not her specifically, but nobody will, no, they won't elect a woman president. Yeah. That's what he said. He didn't mean her, her directly, but any woman. Oh, but she said that that's what he said, that they wouldn't elect her because she's a woman. And so oh, he well. called her a liar, and now she's, I don't know. Well, well she is a liar. I get fragments. <laughs> They're all liars. I try to piece them together. <laughs> They're all liars. It's like, you know, calling a disc jockey dependable. It's a flat-out <laughs> lie. <laughs> you know, I mean, let's be honest about the whole thing. I, and I think that's, you know, I, I think in a, in a way it's a good thing we've gotten to the point where these people are so disgusting and lying their ass off. You just watch and go, it's, this is entertainment now. Nothing's going to. And the other thing to remember, if you are a Republican, is Republicans started this all. They should have never impeached Clinton because they were never going to get him anyway. And it started this. You know, this is going to be going on forever now. They're going to try to impeach know, every damn terrible. president. Yes, they are. Hey, Here we get it comes. Ken, Ken Starr's back. That's good news. Yeah, Ken Starr's back. That's exactly right. I, I just, okay, could we just call it even? We sh- they shouldn't impeach Clinton and they shouldn't impeach Trump. Can we call it even now? Let's not impeach every president because other countries got to be looking at us going, what is wrong with those people? Well, and it Uh-oh. doesn't help think? that most people think that impeach means something that it doesn't mean. Yeah, it doesn't so mean what they When they hear that Trump was impeached, they're like, oh, good, he's finally gone. But that's not what it no, means. Impeachment is actually not really that big of a deal. It just takes a very long that time. That is true. Everybody say, say hello to my lovely wife, Sarah. I, I can tell she's listening because I just got a text from her. He was stuck in traffic. Oh. <laughs> Hi, honey. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Hi, Sarah. Sarah, what is happening? you're the Very poet strange. in my heart or something. Whatever the hell it is. You're the poet uh, in, in my case, heart. Mm, yep. I don't know. That's it's something. It. Uh, Doug, did you hear? I, I keep. I keep. I want to keep telling everybody until everyone's heard this because I think it's hilarious. Because I love Brits anyway. I love the Scots, the Irish, the Brits, the Welsh. I love that whole area because they just got to say what's on their mind. And if you don't like it, tough titty. Did you did, were you listen when I was talking about what the Brits say now every time that Meghan Markle talks? No. Oh God, it's phenomenal. <laughs> so now, when whenever they have Meghan Markle talking on the news or anywhere, whenever Meghan Markle talks, Brits go, "Yeah, okay, Yoko." <laughs> uh, I like it. Isn't that the greatest That's ever? Fabulous. <laughs> okay, Yoko. <laughs> I hope uh, for Andy, younger people who might not know him. Yeah. I hope Andy Warhol is correct and that this is their 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, I'm hoping that is true. The 15 minutes and and, and like again, what are they going to do? Well, they're worth 40 million, so I think they're okay. Yeah, really. They'll yeah. they'll muddle through somehow. They'll muddle through. They'll be phenomenal. Uh, no, no. Uh, you know, I, I'm just looking at headlines about things that would be interesting to talk about. None of this would be interesting. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. The Hallmark Channel guy got fired. 
Who's How that? the hell do you get fired from the Hallmark Channel? Not no. enough, I don't know. Channel Not enough Christmas movies. Yeah, who's that? Oh, who's would you Hallmark hire a goofball that? like this? Uh, his name is Bill Abbott. What happened to Costello? Thank you very much. Uh, for nearly a dozen years, Bill Abbott has served as president and CEO of Hallmark Channel, which expanded its program and enjoyed increased ratings and ad revenue during his tenure. So an announcement Wednesday from the channel's parent company that Abbott is resigning was somewhat surprising for the Los Angeles Times, though maybe not a 100% shocker considering the hubbub surrounding ads that were pulled and then restored in December during the height of the Hallmark Channel's holiday season. I want to thank Bill for his many years of success and contributions to Crown Media and wish him continued success, said Hallmark Cards President and CEO Mike Perry. They're owned, of course, Hallmark Channel is owned by Crown Media. Hallmark Channel found itself at the center of controversy last month when after pressure from a conservative advocacy group, it pulled commercials for wedding planning wedding planning site Zola that featured same-sex couples at their weddings, including two brides kissing. Why do people care about that? I've never understood. I what do I care that, who you kiss? So let me, let me get this straight. That's why the guy got fired. No, yeah, he got fired for that. They're, well, well, he resigned. He actually. resigned, and they're saying all the news places are saying, "Oh, after same-sex ad backlash," but there's no real proof that that's why he resigned. No, there isn't. I would say the what? proof is that he is almost sixty, and he's probably got about two hundred million dollars. I would, oh, I would also resign at that point. <laughs> what he should probably do then is maybe uh, go to get the uh, Hollywood makeover. Because he's one weird-looking bastard, I'll tell you that. Looks like a turtle. <laughs> like a turtle. Have you seen him? No. He sure. does. He looks like a turtle. You're not looking at a picture of Mitch McConnell, are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's a possibility. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so apparently Adweek notes that while uh, management hoped... Uh, the backlash would die down. The black eye of the controversy would die down. Hallmark Channel still canceled an event that usually holds as part of the Television Critics Association Winter Press Tour early this month just to avoid being bombarded with questions about the Zola ads. Could anybody let anything go now? Is that That's the reason, one of the reasons I want to read that. Can we let anything go anymore? Why would I? Yeah, why why can't why do they not Oh, we're gonna carry this with us for the rest of time. Don't you have anything better to do? One thing about no. the internet is that once it's on the internet, it's basically there forever. You know, if someone right. says something, you've forgotten it in a week because you know, yeah. you're not listening to yeah, it constantly. Exactly right. But on the internet you're reading the same quote over and over and you're being reminded that something happened over and over, but that's not how it used yeah, I to guess. be. So people just obsess over things yeah, they do. yeah there we uh we ran a couple of stories this morning about the fact that parents are becoming terrified and alex pay attention yeah that she's, children she's not are, paying attention i know children I know, are. typical <laughs> typical children are. uh that our children are flat out and it's not just usage of a word they actually are addicted to the telephone that is not good. They've been saying that about gonna, everything for the past 300 years. Well, it's absolutely true with telephones. Our though. children are addicted people, to reading. This well, new phenomenon. people get... We, should get uh, <laughs> Andy, you... It, okay. <laughs> uh, we had a really interesting guest about phone addiction a while ago, and I remember him mm-hmm. talking about how... Phone addiction isn't actually addiction because addiction is something like, say, you're addicted to alcohol and you have an alcohol problem. You can quit drinking alcohol for the rest of your life, never touch alcohol again, and that's easy. You cannot do that with your phone. Like, you need your phone to do things. Like, call people, text message people, like, post things for sale. Like, you need, you actually need your phone to just like deal with function in modern today's society. society. Yeah, you know, exactly. Speaking of posting things for sale, Tom, I don't know if you know this, but I think <laughs> Alex might be stealing your furniture. <laughs> I yeah, see some things on Facebook. So I think that's a possibility. It for may, there may mega be a, bucks. could be a drug issue. I'm not sure yet, but I just <laughs> so Dougie, I thought you should know. It's a grocery bill Dougie, issue. Sir, when we move next month, you're going to be we're going to be like 20 minutes closer to you. Oh yeah, stop over for dinner. More boating now. Doug, I'm coming over to your house for lunch, whether you like it or not. Keys under the mat. Yep, we're going to be uh, over there by 169 in Londonderry. Cool. 
that's right over there. Yeah, it, uh, that worked out really well because we actually purchased the house before we sold the other one, so that was a little risky, but it all yeah. worked out in the end. So did the, did the new king and queen buy the moat or just the castle? <laughs> I don't God, mm. Shut up. Moat. I never liked you. <laughs> uh, for you, me... just trip wires for you. We need to measure your legs <laughs> That's right. for the trip That's wires. exactly right, ladies and gentlemen. A hundred percent true. No question about it. Um... But, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to it. And uh, life is grand, right? Mm-hmm. It is. I guess. I mean, I guess. going back to the whole phone thing. Sorry. I, yes. Squirrel. But, yeah. Squirrel. Um, I don't know. I just remember him talking about that and thinking that that was so interesting and true because you can't yeah. handle phone addiction, quote, unquote, like any other addiction. And he also talked about how you can go – like, if you have an alcohol addiction, you can just, like, not go to bars or not be around people that are drinking. And you can, like, avoid mm-hmm. trigger situations, but that's impossible to do with a phone. So it's just, it's not, you can't do it, you can't handle it in the same way as other addictions. And then also, no, you, you use it You're for, right. I mean, I use it for a lot of my adult social interaction because I don't. There are some days that I don't see a single adult other than Dan. Yeah. I mean, a lot well, of days when I'm at home with the kids count? and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and so it's just like I'm on there and I talk to my friends and I see what other people are doing and I get advice on stuff mm-hmm. from people that I trust and things on there. And so I don't know. It's hard. I definitely am on my phone a ton, especially. Like, when I'm not with my kids, like, when my kids are napping, I'm on the phone a lot, or I'm, like, doing stuff on my phone, or when I put them to bed and we've cleaned the kitchen and stuff, I'll scroll through my phone and be like, oh, it's been an hour, you know? And so, but I don't know how to, and I thought a lot about how to not do that, but then at the same time, I'm like, well, this is kind of my social, how I'm being social at this point in Mm -hmm. my life. You know, because well, I don't have the a, argument does. Sorry. You don't have a what? I don't have a regular, you know, nine to five job where I go with an office full of people and it's like, because I'm a very, very social person and, you know, like I see the same six people a week. Well, once your kids grow up, you can have conversations like, I hate you. Slam. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Goody. That'll be wonderful. Well, back in the old days, women just were on the phone talking to each other. Yeah, exactly. So party it's like, it's not... I remember when I was a kid talking to Max on oh, the God, phone for yeah. like six hours a day. Yeah. And, and he lived across the street. And he lived across the street. And he lived across the street. Yeah. I would yeah. call him and we would just talk until we went to bed on the phone all day. Yeah. Yeah, and it's true. I know. So it's so yeah. The whole phone thing is hard because everybody, you know, it's like oh, they're staring at their phone, they're lost in their phone, they're blah 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 blah. Like pay attention to your life, and like I'm not on my phone in front of my kids constantly. I'm very mindful about that, and but at the same time, it's just like this is how I am social. But so I think I mean, the it's... argument wasn't you adulthood being on your phone it was kids being addicted to phones. children yeah. is it children children or so, kids yes, being like children. millennials yeah is it, yeah. Is children. it a 14 children. year old being a 14 year old and i think because... i think i think we do get caught up in like parents a lot of parents you see get caught up in using the phone as a device to calm their children down and distract their children mm-hmm. from being horrible so like i What's think that's what that? yeah. <laughs> well i mean it's one thing it's one thing to like like do it as a, you know, reward, but then, like, you're teaching your child, like, every time you scream, you're going to get what you want. So it's like, See, when I, I think was that's that age, the issue. they just used beer. <laughs> <laughs> Whiskey, beer, rub baby. it on their right. gums, right. put yeah. them to sleep. <laughs> Shut up. Fawn watches one thing a week on Thursdays when Dan is showering because Sage and I are at school. Is it so called she watches Pound the Table? The iPad, yep. Um, she watches. Oh, she takes after her father there because I yeah. do that too. She watches something on an, on Dan's phone while he showers because there's no one there to make sure she's not getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. And if she and she just right. sits on the bed and watches mm-hmm. one 20 minute show right. on Thursday mornings, and then we use it on planes. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so the well, one thing that, I did but, tell that. Yeah. Th- Go ahead, Dad. No, I'm good. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I was just. 
yeah, I was just going to say, like, that makes sense because that's, you know, that's getting to the issue before it's an issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're, like, giving her a reward, in a sense, while also preventing an issue. That's completely different yeah. than, like, oh, hey, you're screaming at me. Like, shut up. Like, that's that's, that's the addiction issue, I think, that we're finding with kids. Giving a dog a treat every time they bark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Treats are fine. All right, we got to take a break. We do have to take a break. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Wither thou thither. What is this? Say, like? What is this like? What the hell the is that? Oh, I know. It's, uh, it's Maggie May. It's, yeah, it's the beginning of Maggie May. Renaissance Festival. <laughs> In Shakopee every September. <laughs> And he even got some words for it. Anyway, the only thing I was going to mention during that, uh, that, that talk you guys had and the fact that you can't just give up your phone, uh, the problem you have there is people get severely addicted to eating and they absolutely have to give up their eating, but they still have to eat. That's the first thing so I thought of, yeah. 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 I mean, that's the whole problem. You have to give up certain elements of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, everything can be worked out, I'm assuming, but but who the hell knows? It is it is what it is. Well, I think eating addiction you know what I mean? is a good parallel. I was going to say, yeah, I definitely because, think know, that those relate. It is. Yeah. It is. Giving up eating, you yeah, can't do that. Cool. Eating too It's a balance like anything, you know. Yep. A phone is fine. It's just, you know. The thing that I, at home, is I have a spot for it. I leave it in a spot. So when I look at it, it's intentional, like, oh, I'm going to go check my phone, rather than, like, have it in my pocket all the time. Because if it's in my pocket all the time, I'll just reach out and open it when there's a spare millisecond of silence. But if I leave it in a spot, that's definitely made me look at it less. There you have it. So um, this actually happened a couple of months ago, and they were going to make a make an announcement about it, but they, they didn't, and I understand why they didn't, because... Uh, all media, uh, retail media, newspapers, television, radio, all the rest of it, they're making adjustments. As a matter of fact, iHeart uh, fired, what, like 600 people or something around the country? What? Did they? Isn't that what it is, Doug? I, I didn't. I Isn't hadn't that, heard that, honestly. Uh, Andy, would you look it up, how many people iHeart let go? It, it was it was several hundred people, I know. There you go. Layoffs across the country. It's been a bloodbath. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, it has been a bloodbath. Boo. I have to sign up for this website to get this news. Oh, you got to sign up to get the information. Well, in any case, uh, yeah, websites. layoffs across the country. They fired many of their prominent morning shows. They fired all kinds of people because, uh, and by the way, I should mention that uh, just before they did that, one of the people in the front office took a $15 million bonus. Of course. Mm. When are we going to learn to stretch those people out over a 
The hangman's noose. <laughs> yes. yeah. So you get $15 million and we lose our career. Yeah, 100, really? 150 people, apparently. Yeah, and I think that's full-timers, and I think there were another 450 part-timers. But uh, so we, they didn't want to announce that this what I'm about to say back then because it, it just uh, you know just out of felt bad about it and they would have felt bad about it. But I did um, you know there's some changes coming and all the rest of it. But I I signed a uh, uh, near eight year extension on my KQRS contract. It doesn't run out until June 1st of 2027. It's about seven oh, and a half so more you're going to miss now. the 27 tour to cure. Because I think that's the fourth. Damn it. Tom. Yes, because I'm never talking extension. to you. I'm never talking to you again after I leave KQ. That's right. We This friendship will end. It's sometime. over. But I did want to tell people that. I have some you know, other duties. You know, I work with the sales department with programming and with music and all the rest of it now. And it takes up a lot of time. But... But uh, yeah, people had been asking me about that, and so I did. Yeah, I did. I signed another. What at this point is about another seven and a half years left on my uh, contract, and I will be there that entire time. And uh, because uh, I got to be honest with you, one thing that I did, I saw this coming over at iHeart. I absolutely did. So I said, I'll sign a deal, but it all has to be guaranteed. So that's uh, that was the big situation. So I, I just. It's so sad to watch these people, long careers that were just ended because the front office mishandled the business so badly. I mean, honest to God. Well, they were overpaying for stations. Yeah, they were. Everybody was just, you know, sucking up everything they could, and they didn't even have a plan. I I know you guys are insiders, and I'm not, but iHeart bought Mm -hmm. Clear Channel. Is that right? That's correct, yep. Because yeah, Clear was even oh. worse. They tried to get into the concert business, if I remember right, and that failed oh, yeah. horribly. Oh, and, they, yeah. and billboards or something? Uh, yeah, outdoor. They had a yep. big outdoor yep. deal. Um, and that's another business that's dying, is outdoor <laughs> advertising is not doing well. Uh, and the future doesn't look all that bright. It, the world is changing. There's no question about that. Um, Alex, Melissa, Andy, do any of your... Do any of your friends watch broadcast television or listen to the radio? We watch HGTV. Uh, <laughs> that's about it. Right now. <laughs> okay. Do they listen to the radio? Do um, they read newspapers? Newspapers, no. Definitely. Well, I know no. that I know that iHeart iHeart was popular on, in my generation because it's it was all inter, I mean internet based, app based, so you could just get it right on your phone. You can listen to anything. You mean the radio stations? Yeah. So I know yeah, a lot of yeah. people my age liked iHeart just because it was so accessible. Because if you don't have a radio, mm-hmm. I mean, like, how else are you going to listen to the radio? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you a funny thing so, about that. I use iHeart to stream the morning show because it's a better interface mm-hmm. than the website. Right. Mm-hmm. So a well, lot of people were well, it using is. it for that, um, that I know. But, yeah, otherwise people well, don't pay for television. They get... They might get no. like the streaming, you know, like sling. There's like a sling TV sling, where it's sling, like yeah. twenty oh, yeah. or thirty dollars yep. a month for just like some basic cable stations or whatever. Like I know some people yeah. that do that, but not not full on Xfinity everything. So yeah, I don't think Catherine and I will do that again. Nope. We'll get very basic stuff, and you know, we watch mm-hmm. we watch Hulu and Netflix and. You know yeah. that all that yeah. kind of stuff, uh, and it's you know what's Roku. That's what we watch a lot of Roku. But I I still watch cop shows on you know like Chicago PD and mm-hmm. uh, and NYPD, not NYPD Blue, but uh, Blue Bloods. Uh, there are some, a few shows that I watch. The problem that the the, the 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 television has right now, and I've talked to many people about this, is that now you know who the bad guy is beforehand. There always has to be a situation where there's a white guy that's a horrible human being. Every TV show now has a white guy who's a terrible human being. Well, it's like the scavenger hunt. (laughs) Try to find a uh, burglary commercial that has a non-white guy in it. Good luck to you. (laughs) It's not happening. So, So what we've done is we have overstepped again politically and destroyed businesses doing it. It's amazing to me. It's uh, you got really political and destroyed your own business. How stupid are you? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's just too bad because, you know, when I grew up, it was ABC, NBC, and CBS. Later on in life, it was ABC, NBC, CBS, and uh, Fox. There were always the public broadcast stations. Minnesota has more public broadcasting than any other state in the union. Um, so there's all that stuff. But then all these other things came along, and I still watch. The only reason I don't watch broadcast television now is, uh, and I started watching a few shows. Kath and I started watching The Good Doctor a couple of years ago. Loved it. Thought it was wonderful. It got political. We don't watch it anymore. You know, we don't yeah. want Hollywood telling us how we should live our lives. I, I just don't need it, you know? So um, all these businesses are changing. They're changing a lot, but I just... People have been asking me about that. And the reason I even brought it up today is people are asking me, well, you got, you're going to be affected by that? I mean, is, is the, you think the KQ Morning Show will come to an end or whatever? Well, it won't come to an end for another seven and a half years, at least with me on it. So, you know, once... Once I leave, they'll probably get even better. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> right? Absolutely. So you gotta be. You gotta, but, well, you got a few years before you start doing the Johnny Carson thing and auditioning replacement hosts. Uh, yeah, I could do that. Because he did that. For, I could do that right now for a while, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He absolutely did. Um, you know, bringing back Tony Lee was a huge part of it for me because that was one of the reasons that that, that I, I did sign an extension because I've been trying to get Tony Lee back on the KQ Morning Show for <laughs> 20 years. So why did you fire years. him exactly? <laughs> I want you shut up with that why did you fire him thing. God! You know, that's Well, I was reading thing. on Facebook and they said... <laughs> <laughs> they said... Uh, I, I, I try to tell people all the time, it's like, would you please, I don't hire people, I don't fire people. I don't help, dis- I don't even help decide who gets fired or hired. I have no input on any of that stuff, yet I've worked with some dirtbags who love to go on social media and say that I'm to blame for their failed careers. You know, you could do all, once again, you're sitting at home on your on your keyboard, real tough guy, you know. I don't remember them acting like that around me when I was standing next to them. <laughs> Isn't that weird? People are, a lot of people are turds. But anyway, no, the KQ Morning Show is not going anywhere for at least another seven and a half years. No, that's bad news for some people, well, you know. I, I like, think congratulations in order. That's quite an honor. Well, thank you. I mean, they've well, got is. enough I mean, respect for you to, because that's, you know, that's in a quite rapidly changing environment. Yeah. That's a pretty good contract. It's not like a Sid Hartman contract, but it's pretty good. Yeah, what is it? I don't even know how much Sid makes every year. I think year he got a four-year extension. I knew some, I knew somebody. Uh, oh, it was a buddy of Moon's. Moon was telling me the story. He goes, yeah, oh, just because he what's what's the new company that owns uh, CBS Radio? Enter Entercom. Yeah, Entercom. Entercom. Yeah. Because yeah, I got a buddy who's a big shot at Entercom, and he <laughs> calls me. He says, I can't believe I'm flying in to sign a guy up for another four years. That's over a hundred. I was gonna say, like, if I was that company, I would give him, like, 20 just because. Yeah. It's like, you know. 20-year contract. If he does somehow live 20 more years, then we'll be legendary for having a 120-year-old man on the radio. But if not... Look at how proud. Yeah, that's true. Employee number six. Yes. (laughs) Um, So no matter what anybody says or whatever, there there are uh, companies. And look, you know, Cumulus didn't have to do this. They they just, uh, you know, but they, they stepped up. I think it's a little different that, that I do get involved in all those other things, which most morning guys don't. They don't get involved with sales. They don't get involved with programming or music selection or any of that. But I just do it. Well, you know, I can, you know, full disclosure, I got into business when I was a teenager. So I've been in the business almost 50 years now. And I still have people ask me, well, do you know how to do this? I'm like, no, no, I have no idea. No, no, I have no idea. But yeah, I just wanted to lay that out there to let people know that um, that no, radio's not going away forever, not quite yet. So can we listen to uh, "Slow Ride" by Foghat being in rotation every hour in the future? <laughs> nope. I hate that band. No Foghat. Foghat. Yeah. You know that was one of Al Franken's best jokes ever because he was on the Tonight Show and Al Franken he was on Saturday Night Live at the time. But then I think he left Saturday Night Live and moved to L.A. and he was talking to Johnny or whoever was the host. It might have been Jay Leno. I don't remember who it was. But he said, you know, uh, one thing I've noticed about Los Angeles is uh, you run into people who go, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know this or not, Al, but I just bought Douglas Fairbanks' house, and then oh, you know. I don't know if you know this or not, but I just bought that mansion that was formerly owned by Jane Mansfield. 
And then I, as Al Franken, have to say to them, yeah, well, I just bought the house from the drummer for Foghat. <laughs> that's, that's really funny. <laughs> that's a great line, man. Al Franken could be very funny as a stand-up guy, but... Speaking of I don't know, Al, you need to calm down. sad drummer stories, I read oh. on uh, Aerosmith, the four members hired guards to keep their original drummer out of rehearsals for an upcoming oh, tour. Why? I guess what they happened? don't want him to play anymore. I, you know, no, people, they don't, but what did he do? I've been kicked out of bands before, and people always go, God, that's so weird. I said, it's not weird. It's just the band thing. It's the way it is. It, just, it is. Doesn't matter how much but, money's involved. I mean, look at Fleetwood Mac. They kicked Lindsey yeah. Buckingham out of the band who wrote ninety percent of their hits. <laughs> I know, it's unbelievable. Uh, Neil Peart, of course, died, the drummer. Yeah, it's sad. Uh, for one of the great bands of all time, Neil was a great. He was just on. Neil was on this show what just a few months ago. He was on the morning show, mm-hmm. and then he was on this show too. But it's just. Uh, you know, we're at that age now where people are kicking people out of bands or they're dying or whatever the hell's going on. Terry it's like, Jones, I was so sad. He was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So you got to come in uh, next Monday, Doug. Okay. I just got an email from Cassie. Said, Chris Matthews wants to be on next Monday. So, yeah. If, oh. If he locks in, you be, got, we got, I'd love to have you in for that. I'd be That'd really be tempted to do a, try to do a Chucker imitation with Chris Matthews. <laughs> and you are. So when you un, really un, nice. went on tour with Under the Table and Dreaming, how did you come up with that title, Chris? <laughs> Speaking of Cassie, yeah. the Travel Channel just announced season two of Holzer Files that Dave Schultz yeah. oh, is on. Very, very nice. 13 episodes for sure. That's terrific. Congratulations, Dave is a great guy. Cassie's a pain in the ass, but thank Aww. you very much, Chris. Maybe I got a shot at getting my 20 bucks back now. Oh, oh, well, that's kind of harsh, don't you think? <laughs> funny, though. <laughs> it is very, very funny, though. But, yeah, it's, I think people, because of the impeachment trial, because they see iHeart blew out all these people and this blew out all these people, blah, 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 people are terrified right now, and they're not admitting. I see people now who are scared to death this is all coming to an end. Isn't that sad? It's not all coming to an end. Calm down. Tell people to shut the hell up and leave you alone. How about that? That's fair. The most uh, repeated phrase in the Bible is, be not afraid. That's true. Be not afraid. That's exactly right. We'll take a break. Be back with hour two, which is... Car selling secrets with... Oh, God. I, I, you just you caught wow, me Wow, you just dropped the ball, flooded. man. I what dropped happened? the ball in the end zone. Rewind. Whoa, what happened? I just never mind. It's going to be great. We yes. have a wonderful guest that we'll be calling, and it's going to be sensational. And, Tom, you can interview, and I'll, I'll be in the corner weeping. Nope, 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 nope. I'm going to listen to you two BS. It's going to be unbelievable. I actually and have something I hope you get into a political I, battle. I have some, no, I'm oh, not going to go there. I've got something <laughs> real, really, really interesting to talk about with Michelle. I emailed her yesterday to see it was okay. So stand by for something really cool. Car Selling Secrets with Michelle Tafoya.